I'm a reasonable guy, but I've just experienced some very unreasonable things. Hey everyone, welcome to a very special episode of Very Unreasonable Things. And by special, I mean it's not going to be a traditional episode where we talk about a movie. Uh, we have or a, a year, or a year, um, but it's going to tie into some movies. Josh is going to lay it out for us in a minute. But like as always, I'm one of the hosts, Billy Bone, joined by Josh Lindsay. Howdy, howdy, Daniel Sanders. Hello. So, Josh, why don't you go ahead and get started? Tell tell everybody what we're going to be talking about and then what the plan is and kind of lay it out for everybody. Yeah, this is um, this is an endeavor that we are going to be um, embarking on to where now. Obviously, we we started this podcast with the intent to cover horror movies. We you know, that was our bread and butter, I would say, is horror movies. And what we're going to do is we're going to take the big four. That's Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Halloween, Friday 13th, and The Nightmare on Elm Street. And we're going to oh, yeah. cover these movies chronologically. And what this episode is, is an introduction to a an overview of what we're going to be doing and we're doing it chronologically. And I think this is going to be interesting because we, you know, um, are going to get to view this genre of movies, the big four specifically, um, through a time capsule as we're going to see the slasher movies progress with the decades mainly the eighties and, and see where it goes. And at the same time, we get to see where these franchises go and most of them in a downward direction. <laughs> most of them, most, I would say all four of these at some point hit a, hit a low. That's pretty, pretty fucking low. Um, basement dwelling. But Josh, didn't we already cover Jason goes to hell and Freddy's dead. The final nightmare. We did. And are you saying that we're already out of content to where we have to recycle topics again? It, it would seem so. It would seem that we have already gone full circle with this podcast. And, um, Josh didn't on the original pilot episode, we cover nightmare on Elm street one, two and three for three hours. I, I think we did, but I don't think that is on any main feed. Um, I think that is only available through our website, very unreasonable things.com. Uh, that was a good plug, sir. Yeah. Uh, but we did, and we've already covered Halloween and Halloween too, but we're going to fucking do it again. I forgot about those. Yeah. Because what we're going to do is we're going to cover these movies. Now we're not going to cover them, um, simultaneously or, or 
back to back and maybe once a month we'll, or twice we'll cover a movie. So Josh, you're saying that we'll still have other movies to talk about? Definitely. Definitely. This isn't, this is just a side project that is more than likely two years in the making. Um, Cause there's a lot what about of topics. What's that? What about topics? Are there going to be other topics we talk about? Yes. Other topics, other years, other movies. So you're saying that we'll still offer the same content that we offered before, just running alongside this project? Running alongside it in a, in a beautiful um, symbiotic fashion. It, it will be running beside it. And hopefully at the end of this, we are going to rank these movies as well. And hopefully by the time that happens, I mean, um, <laughs> whenever the fuck that will be, hopefully we can put that, uh, to video format, but that's, that's, that's neither here nor there, but we will be ranking these movies, um, at the end of this endeavor. And this endeavor will take at least a couple of years because like I said, there is a lot of movies. It's almost 40, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. Just this idea excites me. Um, and it's, it's, it's going to be fun to watch the uh, progress or regress of the slasher genre and specifically uh, the big four, you know. And we'll start out with, uh, after this, we'll start out with the granddaddy of them all, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, but yeah, that being said. Um, that sounds like a know, great idea, Josh. That sounds like that could be a lot of fun. Yeah, I agree. I think it's going to be really uh, fun and interesting to see each movie in chronological order and then see what movie did it first and then the next one try mm-hmm. to copy off of it and make it their own and put it in their own thing. You're, we're going to see a, a lot of trends being created mm-hmm. and then driven into the dirt but over this time. Dri- and then we're going to get into remake, you know, remake city. At, oh, towards yeah. the it, end. The, so the it's ul- going to be an interesting ride. I'm pretty excited for it, too. The alts are going to be rough. But first off, I just want to say this, Daniel. Thank you for that. And I love you, uh, Bone. Uh, you can uh, go suck a uh, whatever you want. I don't know. A big fat dick. I don't know. A, a, a floppy titty. You know care. what? Just, just for that, problem, I will Josh. not. But I tell, I tell you what's going to be the most, like, the most exciting for me is because – you know, we're going to start out with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Then we're going to go to Halloween and because that's the next movie that was released. And then it was Friday 13th. And then, like, because we're going in chronological order, one of the exciting things for me. You know what this uh, sounds like to me, Josh? It sounds like you should map out or, like, type up a roadmap that we can put on our website on our other pages so people can kind of know what's coming next. So if they want to, Oh yeah, I got it right along, here. Good. I got it right here. Yeah. Type it up. All right, a little, a little teaser for us, Josh, what's the first movie? Oh, it's Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which was, um, 1974. What's the last movie? That I think will be Halloween ends as we speak right now, which is going to be. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause it'll be out by the time we get caught up. Texas 
Oh, probably so. Which will be released this year. Will it? Okay. Yeah, I think from what I've seen. So it's going to be over 40 movies when it's all said and done. But what I think what I'm going to enjoy um, maybe the most, and, you know, we've all, we've already watched, maybe we haven't, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which we're going to be doing that episode very soon. But I'm going to enjoy seeing the styles, the fashion, and the hairstyles change. Yeah. As we go through these movies. And I'll tell you what, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. There's some great flare collar in that movie. <laughs> I mean, it is the tits. I mean, it is, and it's and it's a loud shirt too. You know, um, it, it's also going to yeah, be that, funny to kind of see the what they think is scary mm, evolve yeah. and devolve. You know what I mean? And then come back and shit like that to see us like because oh, that one, I forget. There's uh, forget which one it is. Uh, Halloween where the mask is just atrocious. There's and I think few. it's five, right? And I think five is terrible or is it four? Five's the worst. Five's the five worst is completely yeah. horrible. And then for, you know, Leatherface, he's got some pretty bad ones too where it's like barely, it looks like plastic. It looks like tan plastic. And it's just got some rouge and well, shit put on I it. I think at least so with, some of them are pretty bad. At least with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies though, they're supposed to be different faces. Halloween, it's always supposed to be the same, so you expect that consistency. I like with the hot yeah, that's mask. a good point. I was kind of just meaning with the uh, um, costume designers, shit like that. Like, hey, we want this thing to be scary because they still hey, want to freak people out. You know what else? We'll sometimes get to it looks see? terrible. You know what else we we'll get to see? It's going to be all the different fashions that Jason Voorhees had throughout the series. That's true. Is it going to be pants or overalls? Exactly. He's going to have his little utility belt on. Oh, Jesus. Because <laughs> yep. I think every gardening gloves out. He's the only one. Every other character is pretty consistent on their costume throughout the movies. But I think Leatherface changes yeah. a little bit because I think it was part two. He had a suit on or something like that. But for the most yeah, part. Yeah, his shit will change. But with him, it's a living person. and he can, Of course, you would change clothes. Yeah. Yeah. And you, he's with a functioning family, so you're kind of like... Okay, a dysfunctional, just, functioning family. Yeah. yeah. But you can see where they would get new clothes. Like, Jason is like, what, are you fucking going to wars? I mean, come on. I know. I know. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. And... um, Yeah. So, yeah, let's... So, you know, we're going to start in 1974. Yeah, you got a few topics you want to talk about today, right? I do, yeah. And I did have another random question, Josh, while you get that set up. Yeah. What's the most middle? What's What's the the most middlest movie that you have written down? Middlest? Yeah. Movie in the middle. Of your list. Oh. Because you got Texas Chainsaw Massacre and then Halloween. Oh, you're talking about what chronologically is the middle movie. Yeah. Because we have Texas Chainsaw Massacre to start it off, Halloween to end it. I'm going to guess. Let me and Bone guess. Oh, wait. You just count, Josh. You count up how many movies there are. 
You divide that okay. by two, and then you fall on that number and find out what it is. Count to yourself. We don't need to hear you. Go ahead, Daniel. Which you, what do you think it is? My guess is going to be Halloween Resurrection. Uh, I'm going to say. Uh, Jason X. What is it, Josh? Hmm. Um, if my math is right, which it may not be, um, there's 42 films. Um, and number 21 is, I guess 21 and 22. Yeah. 22 is Freddy's dead. Wow. We were way off. 21 is, 21 is Leatherface, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. I, wow. Yeah, I was, I was way ahead. I was I, in like the 25s or the 30s. I was thinking that it was more front-loaded also, but I didn't – and I didn't think it was that far. Yeah. Because I was thinking because a lot of the Chainsaw movies came later. on. Yeah. They only had those three for a long time. Then you started getting the remake and then the remake sequel and then Texas Chainsaw 3D and then Leatherface and – like a lot of those coming in the back half. As you can imagine, though, like, and I wrote down the dates when these movies were released right beside. Um, as you can imagine, once you hit like 1990, um, it becomes a lot less consistent with these releases. As you can imagine, um, you know, it hit 1990 and they're already killing off Freddy. Freddy's dead. Uh, the first movie for Jason in the 90s was Jason Goes to Hell. And then, you know, you have Wes Craven's New Nightmare, The Curse of Michael Myers, H2O. So, and then, and then with H2O, you're already in 98. So it was a dead, dead genre in the 90s. And then they pick back up in the alts. Obviously, you have the Platinum Dunes, you know, and then you have the remakes. And so it starts getting back into gear. Yeah. Um, for better or worse, but yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So anyways, about one of your topics there. Okay. Yeah. We'll we'll start off with a, with a good one. I think, um, which movies from each franchise do you think will have the biggest discrepancies with good and bad? Like, which which movie from each franchise do you think you'll be higher on and lower on? As opposed to us, you know, as opposed to us three. Which one do you think you will go to the bet you'll go bat to bat for? And which one do you think you'll have a, a lesser opinion on? Um we'll start with Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which is the one that I think we can all agree the one we're probably less familiar with. Yes, definitely the one that I'm the least familiar with, for sure, because I had seen the original, of course. Whenever I was younger and I started getting into horror, I watched several of what they had, Um, but it wasn't one that I kept going to. The first one I would watch in a cluster of random horror movies, but I never did what I did with the other three whenever I'd be like, okay, I'm going to watch Halloween, and i just start watching them back-to-back. I never binged-watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre. 
But um, out of them, I have seen them, though. I have watched them, at least maybe, except for the last couple that's come out, maybe. Um, but I have seen them all, I believe. Um, and I think that the one that I'll have a discrepancy with the most is probably going to be Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. You think you'll be lower on it? I think that I'll be lower on what I'm expecting it to be. But maybe higher, because last time I watched them, the sequels are hard to watch sometimes. So, maybe a little bit higher. Might go into it with different eyes. But I'm pretty sure there's going to be some silly ones. There's multiple Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies I haven't seen. Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't seen the one with Matthew McConaughey. I haven't seen Leatherface. Uh, wait a minute. I said there was multiples? That's multiple. Yeah, there's two of them I haven't seen, I guess. Um, I, I feel like I'll probably not be a fan of the new generation or next generation or whatever it was. It looked kind of silly. I don't know. Maybe it's good. Like I'll probably, I don't know, uh, like which one I'm gonna be higher on than I originally felt. It's been a long time since I've seen Part Three. I'll probably be higher on the remake than you are, than Josh is. I mean, yeah, that'll be a discussion for sure because I enjoyed the remake, but we'll save that for two years from now. <laughs> yeah, it'll be a while. Yeah, I think when it comes to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, I'll probably be higher on Texas Chainsaw Massacre too. I think that might be like a low key, brilliant movie, from what I remember. And I know Toby Hooper, like he 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 pulled a Joe Dante before Joe Dante, you know, with Gremlins too, you know, and he didn't want to redo what he did in the first one, so he took it in a comedic. Um, path and i i think it worked plus you get dennis hopper in that one i will be lower on the remake i watched a remake recently and it is it's 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 not as good as i remembered like everybody looks like they stepped out of a american eagle store or hollister and it's supposed to take place in 1974 well i'm sure it's an abercrombie yeah and it's very platinum dunes and you know, as we, as we as we will find out, once you get Michael Bay involved, man, it's you're hurting your brand. I think you really maybe, are. I think maybe a better way to phrase the question. I don't want to say better, but a different way to phrase the question because I feel like if we're like if we're trying to do it by franchise, I think that's kind of tough as far as like the highs and lows, like going in. I'd say maybe before we start watching all of them again. Cause some of them it's been a while since I've seen, right. And I'm sure it's the same way for some of them. Some of them we go to, um, each of us have our go-tos and we watch pretty regularly, but as a series as a whole, before we start watching all of them again, what would you say is your favorite franchise? And what would you say is your least favorite franchise? Okay. Daniel. Yeah. I like that question. It's a little bit easier to grab, you know, get a hold of, and you can add on to that question. By saying which franchise do you think you'll come away with with higher rankings than you expected? 
as a whole. You know what I mean? Where it's like, okay, look, I don't think I'm going to have a whole lot of love for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise. I never really got that big into it, but this may turn me around and be like, oh my God, you know? Um, so I think that if any of them sway me, it's probably going to be Texas Chainsaw Massacre that I may come out think feeling differently about. But my favorite you're, franchise you're saying, out of all of them. You're saying currently, though, that would be your bottom one, right? Yeah, currently, it definitely would be bottom. But, um, and I'm not saying it would come to up to top, you know, but I might be like, you know what? Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise is a little bit better than the Halloween franchise or whatever, you know? But I think that whenever I'm the most excited for like, okay, I'm about to rewatch the movies. I think it's uh Friday. Anytime I'm looking back at movies, I'm wanting to watch as a whole. I go to Friday, you know, I enjoy it. A lot, because even when it starts getting campy, it's okay at first, because that's where campy started. You know what I mean? Like, your sleepaway camps, your Friday, 13th, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, it's 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 okay for them for a little bit. You know, it it's a li- adds a little bit to the charm, almost. But then they overdo it, overdo it, overdo it. Now, it's in, you know, ran into the ground, and it's everybody's tired of it. But, yeah, I think Friday is my number one. Texas Chainsaw on the bottom. You know, I, my mine's probably the same, just because outside of Texas Chainsaw Massacre one and two, and I do like the remake, but that sequel to the remake was I remember being pretty bad. Uh, Texas Chainsaw 3D, I remember being pretty bad, and then plus there's just two movies I haven't seen, even though I own one of them. I, I feel like that's probably overall as a franchise at the bottom and at the top, I'd probably say Friday the 13th just because of consistency. I'm not saying that Friday the 13th has the single best movie. You know, and I'm not saying that Texas Chainsaw has the single worst movie but on a consistency basis. Yeah. And as just as a whole. Yeah. I mean, you know what you're getting with the Friday the 13th movie for the most part. And, there's comfort in that. You, know, you you think you know what you're getting with a Nightmare on Elm Street movie, but then it slowly changed, and you got more than what you expected. You, know, you kind of expected jokes with Freddy, but they got worse and worse, and they got to be more horrible. Yeah, they started driving the films. What are we going to have Freddy do this time? Instead of what's our story going to be, you know? I, I think the steepest, like, decline... From good to bad, probably rest in Nightmare on Elm Street movies. But I think that I don't think they're it's the most disappointing franchise. Like before we go into it overall, because I think it, it has you know two of the stronger movies as a series. You know, right now from recollection, but it also has some of the weakest movies. Yeah, and that's a thing that you'll kind of come across. It feels like whenever you have a talking slasher you know because you're trying to figure out what they're going to say and then oh shit people like it when freddy's an asshole people like it when freddy's uh you know kitschy and has things to say and it's like well then it mutates into something terrible and then that's all you're focused on at the time but uh so i could definitely see that where it's the steepest drop off drop drop off from this could be scary to okay freddy's just silly now i'm not even scared of him you know, 
Yeah, I would say, you know, I think I think we're all in agreement. Um, I think Friday is my favorite because of the consistency. But it's like you said, Bone. I don't think a Friday movie is going to beat the top that the other three have to offer. But in general. Yeah, the best Friday the 13th movie is not better than the best movie from any other franchise. No. No. It might be kind of close, but I agree. It, it probably won't be. But, and it's funny though. It is, it is, it's crazy. Because with that being said, and I think, I think the general, maybe the general consensus amongst horror fans, you know, we are just a, 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 a drop of water in an ocean of horror movie fans. I think maybe the general consistent uh, consensus is Friday the 13th is the most consistent and, and therefore is the better franchise because the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the first Halloween, and the first Nightmare on Elm Street are all three listed in a thousand and one movies you need to see before you die. Friday the 13th is not the first one because the first one is nowhere near the best one, which is, yeah, it's, that is odd. That is odd for a franchise to survive past and thrive past a, it's kind of a, a weak first movie. Honestly. I think Friday the 13th had a, which you don't usually see in a series of movies, but I think they had an upward arc mm-hmm. first four movies and other movies had a downward arc. Well, the exception of maybe nightmare because not, yeah, because no nightmare. Well, I one in three are, I think those first three nightmare on Elm street movies for me. But if you're comparing the first four, like you said, well, I'm just talking about like three to four is a drop. Yeah. But I Pretty think big like, drop. And it depends on your feeling about the Friday the 13th movies. But a lot of people have either three or four as their favorite movie, right? Or two. Or six. Yeah. Well, it's six. But six. I think, I'm talking about out of the first three, I think the majority of people probably would say three or four. But two's, two's better than one, and two's one of the top tier Friday the 13th movies. So you have this, this upward momentum Whereas in most franchises, you would have a downward momentum, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you see it in all the other franchises. Mm-hmm. I mean, even Halloween 2, which... Well, none of the sequels are better than the original on the other three franchises. But we all agree that before, go, before we go into this, we all agree that Friday the 13th Part 2 is better than Friday the 13th. So I don't know that there's any other, like I said, there's no other follow-up film that is better than the original, or at least the immediate sequel, other than Friday the 13th Part 2. Yeah, and it's funny because a lot of people, they get obsessed with the monster, right? So as we're going through these franchises, you know, it's, it's Jason, Freddy, Michael, and Leatherface, you know? So a lot of people, they don't even think about that first one, being the mother, this, that, and the other, until Scream... Yeah. You know, really put it in everyone's faces that they forgot who the killer in the first one was. But, um, that's Drew Barrymore her life. Hey, it really did. It really did. They, but, they but yeah, her live. 
You don't know, Josh. These might have been honorable people. <laughs> but, yeah, you do forget. And it does show it a little bit. Because then, like you said, in the second one, you know, it is the second Friday the 13th is awesome. You know, and then they kind of, you got your lore about what happened. You know, you have your legend of Jason. And he comes in and does his thing and then lives to continue doing it the very next day. But what, but anyway. What tells history, not with each franchise, but what was the which was the first one that you connected with? Earliest memory for me is going to be uh, Freddy. I think that that's the first scary monster I remember the family watching. You know, it was like Freddy Krueger. And then being like, Freddy Krueger's going to get me my dreams, things like that. But I think that he was the first one that resonated with me. It was a nightmare on Elm Street. Like I said before in previous episodes, the Fangoria magazines reading about it, uh, getting caught up in it, finally getting to watch them. It was the entry point. Uh, it's funny. It's funny. Uh, three for three. Mine yep. was uh, nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Way too young. Way too young. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Texas changed. Go ahead. I was just going to say, Texas Chainsaw Massacre was probably the last one I got into. Uh, likewise. So I think I think it was hard. Part two was harder to come by than the other movies. Like, Friday the 13th movie is readily available. That was the second one I got into. And then I kind of learned about Halloween a little later, but Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like, I don't think when I lived with my mom. Texas Chainsaw Massacre was one of those movies that she wouldn't watch. And she didn't, she'd quit watching horror movies. I can't remember what she said it was because I think she changed. I, I don't even know if she actually remembers, but it was either Texas Chainsaw Massacre or Children of the Corn that got her to quit watching horror movies. Um, she had like what, four kids, so it may have been Children of the Corn. She might have been scared that we were going to sacrifice her and Scott to he walks behind the roads. Yeah, then they were going to turn on him. Yeah, it feels like Freddy's the first one. Feels like Freddy's your first one that you're going to get introduced to. And then as you come into your adolescence, you start yeah, gravitating what, towards the um, Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it, and Freddy's maybe the worst for a young person to get into because Freddy is. You know, we we can go with the question that Bowen posed um, earlier uh, through messaging. What's the scariest? What 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 was the correct phrasing? Um, which, which killer, killer is your favorite? Yeah, which killer is your favorite? Before rewatch, right right now, before we rewatch these movies, which one's your favorite? It's funny we've had this conversation plenty of times. And mine's still the same. I mean, Michael Myers, it's not my, Halloween's not my favorite franchise. You know, whenever you come with favorites, you're all over the place, you know, Um, when it comes to talking about all these different titans of horror. But when it comes down to just which killer is my favorite, it's Michael Myers. I like the fact that 
he's just then one day he is a just empty evil bottomless killing pit you know he's just straight up evil there is no you know he got tortured or neglected or families fucked up and shit like that you know it's just it just happens evil takes over and uses him as a vessel and i think that's pretty awesome no ex- explanation no reason uh, until you start getting deeper into the series and they start making up shit for it but in the beginning you know Cold. when you first meet this person you know uh, oh. i think michael's it for me Josh. Um, it's funny, uh, when I think of favorite, I think of the one with, that has the, the most, um, potential to be the scariest, even as at our age, um, it's Freddy Krueger. Now his, now He's my favorite in the sense to where it's the one that scared me at my youth um, or at a young age. And it's the one that I still think holds the most potential. Um, He's also my least favorite, if that makes sense. Um, It's like the potential to be scary is there, but can't get past the silliness. Yeah, at at a certain point, you want him to shut the fuck up. Yeah, he should have been the best. Sorry, dude, yeah. just shut the fuck up and kill me. I'm done with this. He becomes a chatty Cathy. Yeah. But his original origin, what Wes Craven created, and um, what they created in those first three movies, I think he is the scariest because yeah. there's no way to get around. He has the means to be the scariest. Yeah. And he also has the means to do the coolest shit. But like you said, yeah. he ruins it by fucking never shutting up yeah but he becomes a parody of himself oh jesus and and it happened so quick like in the rest of this franchise you know again outside of texas chainsaw massacre and i don't even know if like they knew what to do with that franchise it's obvious that they didn't but you look at halloween and friday 13th they they knew the character and they knew what to do with it. And with Freddy, you know, once you get past dream warriors, I mean, it is uh spoiler alert. It is hot fucking garbage what they do with it. Then, you know, but I guess the, yeah, my favorite and least favorite is Freddy. Yeah. I think for me overall, it's probably Jason. Jason and Michael are sort of the same in that they're silent killers. Keep coming, but there's consistency with Jason's physical appearance outside of his wardrobe. Um, it, it, there's a little bit with Michael also, but you know, the eyes when eyes supposed to be fucked up, but he burns the fuck up in part two, and then he comes back and him and Loomis both are. They show sign less and less signs of being burned victims. It's yeah. like a movie. Oh, I love that though. I Jason, that. Jason takes a machete to the head, and guess what? That machete spot is still there. Movies later, that mask gets cut by the the axe in that one spot, and it's there. 
and that mask gets hit by the propeller, it's there. Yeah. And especially in part seven, you see all that damage when the mask comes off. And it's like a culmination of everything that's happened. Yep. That's, that part's cool. Now, they kind of throw that out the window for Jason goes to hell, but whatever. They throw a lot out the window. They throw the baby out with the bathwater when Jason yeah. goes to hell. But consistency-wise, that always kind of stood out to me. I like that. Yeah, I like that about the mask in Part 7 as well. It had all the damage on it. That was pretty cool. It wasn't, to, it wasn't to, just a mask, though. It was still there on the face, too. Yeah, it still got all of his cuts in the proper places it needs to be. Still have his entire skull shifted by three feet like it was in four. <laughs> well, that, wait, you know, the, well, even with that being said, I said Freddy's my favorite. Obviously, I'm a, you know, like we just said, I'm, I'm a bigger Friday fan of, of these four franchises than anything. I do love Jason. When I said favorite, it, you misunderstood you know, what like the word favorite meant? No, no. It, 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 Freddy, to me, is still scary. Like, I would never be scared of Michael Myers or Jason now. Freddy, like, I don't know. Like, they're, again, the potential is is there to create like a an iconic movie and especially where horror movies is at now where it's elevated horror to where you could create you can make a really good Nightmare on Elm Street movie now and you could use elements of a haunted house you know to where you wake up from a dream or you think you think you're awake and you're dreaming and then you just hear noises and Freddy could just be in the shadows to where you really can't do that with the other three. And to me that lends itself to, 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 to so much horror potential, I would say. Yeah. So, I guess a couple more questions, topics, and then we'll kind of wrap it up because it's just an intro episode, right? We're just kind of set, laying the groundwork. What, once again, all this, everything we talk about is before rewatching, right? Mm-hmm. What's your, out of the movies you've seen currently, what's your single least favorite movie? I'll go first. Resurrection. And I would say we're not going to ask what, I'm not going to ask what our favorite one is. Because that may not change. So I just want, and I, I got a feeling that that probably won't change for each of us. So I don't want to put that one out there yet. We'll save that for the end. We'll save that for our rankings. Yeah. But, but the least favorite may change because there's movies we haven't seen. Yeah. So you but said for me right now, Resurrection. Yes. It's hard to watch that. For me, it's Freddy's Dead. I mean, I don't, I don't think that's going to change. I haven't. I hate that movie. I haven't seen Resurrection out of principle. Fuckers are going to force me to watch it now. But I'm with Josh. Freddy's dead. Oh, my God. What a... Well... Hmm. Okay, I'm going to have a follow-up question to this because I want to say Freddy's dead because that's a big steaming pile of shit. And you know what? This will give us a chance to go back and give it a rating because we didn't give it a star rating when we first covered mm. it. Does Letterboxd allow negative stars? 
Sadly, no. I think you have to even at least give it a half a one star. Wow. Yeah, once you decide to uh, to give it anything, it has to at least be a half star. Okay, that's going to hurt. But I have a little question. I don't know the answer to either. It's just I think it'll be a cool question for us to guess on before we get into all of this. But And you guys might know. I know I have my guess. But um, and it might be a stupid question, might be easy. But which franchise do you think made the most money as a whole and continuing to make money out of all of them? Josh, don't cheat. I've mm, my immediate thought is Freddy. I feel like it's probably Halloween. It's gotta be Halloween. But that's the other thought is that they've made a lot more movies and. That's probably where it's going to be at, but I feel like Freddy as a brand. It's it's not know? that they've made a lot of movies because I think still comparatively speaking they're behind, but they've made more movies recently to where movies are bringing in more money. Mm. Halloween twenty eighteen did gangbusters. And you still have the Rob Zombie movies that were relatively recent. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. I think Freddy versus got eleven Chase. movies. Freddy you know, versus, 11 Halloween movies. Freddy versus Jason was the highest grossing movie for either of those franchises. No. Mistaken. And then then you have You'd have H2O, to do like inflation. Which was a Well, that's obviously what I'm counting. I mean, I wouldn't be counting. No, they they could make the shittiest chainsaw movie nowadays and it could make five million in the box office. And where one of the older ones only made three. This this isn't a fair question anyways. Which they made a lot more than that, but you get what I mean. I'm going to tell you why this isn't a fair question, okay? Because my good friend, Joe Bob Briggs, my kid, we're not good friends. It would be great if we were. But, you know, the last drive-in, all that, you know, we all know who Joe Bob is. Yeah. Uh, but he will send you, if you ask for it, he will send you a copy of his review that he wrote for Texas Chainsaw. I'm not. It's not so much a review as it is. It's almost just like a, um, it's like a dissertation biography of the making of the movie and shit. And it's like 60 something pages long, but apparently Texas chainsaw had mob ties. So a lot of the profits from that movie were hidden. They weren't released. So oh, okay. We don't know an actual you know, number as to what the box office would have been on that movie. So even with inflation, you can't say, Here's a definitive number for Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I didn't know the mob was involved. I've, I didn't know that before I asked my question. I can send you the, the article. It's, he won't, though. He won't. I meant to send it to Josh. I actually forgot. It, you know, in funny story, it got sent to me again. That but is funny. Even with Texas Chainsaw Massacre, though, and I'd love to read this. I really would because, again, we're, we're covering it very soon. And... You know, I've what little research I've done. I, it's it's such a fascinating movie, but even with Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I don't think even the hidden figures would. I think even the hidden figures would still make Texas Chainsaw Massacre the fourth most possibly. Profitable. I'm just saying, oh, but you can't it, without you can't a say, doubt. Without you can't say doubt. you can't say without a doubt though, because you don't know. There's an unknown. I mean, I agree with that, you. That, that I agree with what you're saying. Make, no, but you're speaking in definitive terms. And you, I, I am. I am because I. Would, you're doing a Josh thing. And no, there is no way. 
there's no way the hidden figures of even the mob ties of the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre makes it more profitable than the third of these franchises. Because the rest of these movies in the franchise isn't going to put a dent to what these other three had done. And that's not me being, um, uh, you know, object, you know. It's Josh being Josh. No, there's no way. What are you talking about? There's no way. There's no way. Zero chance. The rest of these movies were almost direct to video. Outside of Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. So... No, I mean I agree with you. I just uh, I like every Jason movie. J- you like came to, out. you know, Josh likes to speak in definitive terms if it's Josh's opinion. Sometimes. Well, no, I'm I'm, I'm uh, you do ninety nine percent right on this though. But I still like to give yeah. you shit about it because you're doing it, Josh. I just sent y'all the article, by the way. F- fucking finally, he <laughs> bone held this over me. He was like, "No, Joe, Bob, and me." We're like buddies, bros, and this is meant for me. And it's only you're only getting it because I'm sending it to Daniel. If we're being honest, I know, I know, I know this. <laughs> yeah, but you're right. It's funny because none of the other ones came straight to straight to video, but Texas Chainsaw had a few that were straight to straight to DVD. I'm trying to think. They had yeah, they had right. two. Yeah, yeah. They had part three and part. Well, I don't think three went to the theater. If it did, it didn't do much. But hell, even even the newest one, Leatherface, I don't think had a run. It might have been VOD. Yeah, but that's that's a little hard now because a lot of things go that route. And that's five years ago, though. Wasn't it? Leatherface, I mean, Leatherface mo- came out. Yeah, most. Yeah, it's about five years ago. Most movies, and it's just been like the past few years small. they've been going straight to video, and that being a norm. Yeah. Now, Leatherface went to Leatherface as a box office. When did okay, it come can out? You tell us about twenty sixteen. Five point seven million. Yeah. Well, this is Leatherface, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre three. I'm talking about. Uh this isn't the other Leatherface. I'm sorry. Uh, that's a, yeah. That was 2017. Is that long? Wow. You said 17. So it's four years ago. Yeah, Leatherface had a box office also. Both Leatherfaces had a box office. Okay. They were trash box offices, but they had a box office. Man, now I just want to know what the next if that one had one. I don't think so, man. Unless Texas company. Chainsaw Massacre the Next Generation has a box office. No, that's crazy. That's $185,000. Wow. <laughs> But, you know, but I'm assuming that these movies probably, like, the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre of the Next Generation probably went to, like, a drive-in or a grindhouse. Maybe. And that's how it has a box office. I mean, I hope. I hope it didn't go nationwide with 185000 <laughs> Yeah, seriously. That uh, would not be good. So, we said le- least favorite movie, though, was Reservation Freddy's for Daniel Dead. and Freddy's Dead for me and John. Yeah, and you know what? It's probably not Daniel's least favorite movie because he wasn't on that episode with us. Oh no, it's just my least favorite movie because it's. I feel terrible. like if you had to rewatch Freddy's Dead, you'd be on. I mean, I have. I know how bad it is. It's still at the bottom of the barrel. And I thought you but, said uh, that Halloween Three was your least favorite movie. Uh, no, I didn't. We've already covered that. This is old news. <laughs> <laughs> it's old news for us three, but it's not old news for anybody else. No, we've, did you, we've talked about this in a podcast. 
Where'd you have it on your original list that we did years ago? At the bottom, much like everyone who <laughs> listens to our Halloween 1 and 2 episode would know. I just want to put that out there again. But if I would have ranked it as a, a, a Michael Myers film, I would have put it around probably 14, 15, like I've said before. I, I will say this. And where's your Use Your Illusion playlist? That one's uh, <laughs> hidden from you <laughs> and me. And Josh. <laughs> I will sorry, say this. Really. Well, I was going to say, in, in regards to Halloween and Freddy, it's funny when it comes to the quality of the movie is almost not always and this is in regards to Daniel it's almost always the quality of the movie is in direct correlation with either the makeup of Freddy or the mask of Michael like you watch part 5 the revenge of Michael Myers fucking horrible mask like they did not give a fuck and the movie nope isn't that good either? And Freddy, like once they just like, oh, we can just, you know, he just looks like gum. Like that's when the <laughs> the movies start dropping. With Michael Myers' resurrection, though, the one thing I will give that movie, the mask looked pretty good though, compared to like H two O, which everybody loves. Mask is fucking horrible in H two O. Like you see his entire eyes, you know. There's no. I know it's hard to fathom like a, a white mask having personality, but it can, and it did in the first one. Yeah. It didn't. It did in the Rob Zombies. It didn't fucking Halloween 2018. Hey, so speaking of Rob Zombie, not necessarily Rob Zombie, but of remakes, I will ask this question. Two questions. Which favorite remake? Off the top of your head before we get into them. That's that's a good question. I'll let Daniel go on that. Uh, it's funny because uh, for the favorite remakes of the four, and you're talking Rob Zombies. We're talking Rob um, Zombie, then the uh, I know. the other, because yeah. it's the uh, Halloween's. Did the weird remake thing twice. This is a sequel, but a remake and a revisualization or whatever. Now, 2018 doesn't count. Yeah, because it comes after it's the first one instead of just count. restarting. But, um, but yeah, I'd have to say, I don't know. I'd say um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. If I were to watch him, that'd be the one I'd want to watch. I just... I think that Rob Zombie did a good job, but I just can't get past this bullshit, man. And it just gets irritating after a while. It's just too much. One trick pony. I'll I'll go ahead and say mine because I feel like Josh's answer is going to be different. My answer is the same as Daniel's. I think it's the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake that before we rewatch them, is the one that I enjoyed the most. Um, I've shared yeah. my, I've sh- well, I haven't shared it on podcast form, but I have made my opinions about Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street remakes perfectly clear. I think they're both sorry movies. I think I'll save it because that's going to be the follow-up question. Right now, the best one Texas Chainsaw. Oh, for me, it's Zombie. Easy. So your follow-up is worse? There's a lot of bad remakes there, man. I was just waiting for him to give us like a little uh, reasoning behind that. No, well, you know, Zombies has its problems. 
Um, then I get like there's a lot of fans and a lot of detractors with the zombie movies, and I get that. Again, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I've already said my piece on that. And then on top of that, they got that little kid running around with the fucking fucked up teeth because he's just supposed to be like a backwoods redneck. It's like everything is so, you know, zombies. Dialogue is the the nail hitting the head, the hammer. How's that go? I mean, are we trying to describe a train wreck? Well, yeah, but then, like, with Texas Chainsaw Massacre, it's like all these things are just stereotypes. And, you know, and then they changed from the Sawyers to the Hewitts. I don't know what's going on. And then they got, like, fat women who are supposed to be, like, rednecks. At least zombies. You know what? I'll I'll say this, man. At least... Least like geographically, it fits the stereotype, as opposed to Illinois. Yeah, I mean, like Rob Zombie is giving us Southern white trash, in Illinois. I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of stereotypes in any direction because I think you know stereotypes are they're hurtful, they're dangerous, whatever. But at least case of the stereotypes here it fits the area to where you would expect that stereotype to be oh yeah i can i can see that but nightmares the nightmares the pits man so that's the, that was gonna be the follow-up question which is and that's probably uh, all three of us <laughs> i'm sure yeah. all right i'm gonna finish the question which is your least favorite Oh, Nightmare on Elm Street remake. How about you, Josh? Oh, Rob Zombie's Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> I there's there's two parts to this for me. There, um, I think the worst movie is Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Uh, by far, it's horrible. It you know at least the the Jason movie has some kills and stuff like that. The Nightmare on Elm Street movie is just utter garbage. I think a different question with a different answer though would be which is the most disappointing. I think. Most disappointing is the Friday the Thirteenth because it was the easiest movie to remake. It was it was simple. Like there's there's a way to fuck up Freddy, and they did it. There's more opportunity to fuck up a Nightmare on Elm Street movie than there is a, uh, a Friday the Thirteenth movie because it's just a fucking paint by numbers thing that you got to do, and you didn't do it. And then this it's supposed to take place in New Jersey, and I think they filmed it in Texas, and you can tell. It's fucking Texas. Oh, it, yeah. it doesn't look anything like fucking New Jersey. I mean, it's they just, didn't even try with a, uh, a one cabin. Yeah, one. there's all the kills take place in one location, pretty much. It was just, and it sucks because we, I know me and Josh have talked about this and we agreed. You know, the Jason in that movie, and I can't remember his name now. I know you got it, Josh, the actor. Uh, Derek Mears. Derek Mears was a fantastic fucking Jason. And he He deserved, he deserved more than what that movie gave him. And he deserved a chance for that to be like a reboot of that franchise, but just to drop the ball in that movie. I mean, when it, when it was so easy, I know, but that's what I'm saying, but it's, it's more disappointing to me than Nightmare on Elm Street because I didn't expect a Nightmare on Elm Street to be 
good. I, well, I didn't expect Friday the 13th to necessarily be good, but I expected it to be better. I got what I expected with Nightmare on Elm Street, and that was a fuck up. I didn't figure anybody had the, the chops or the you know ability to remake that movie. At least the people that were involved with it. I didn't have faith in that. So I got you know, what I expected. And with the Nightmare on Elm Street, you know, it'll be a while before we get to that remake, but it's 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 very um, of its time in 2018 to where it's like, oh, we're going to go dark. Now, look, you can go dark with Nightmare. Now, I know a lot of people, they're like, oh, they went too dark. And I'm like, well, I don't mind you going too dark. But then once you put him as a child molester front and center, then you got a problem. Then, like, people who grew up as Freddy fans, what are you doing to them? Yeah. Yep. And it's a thing too, and I think I don't. And we've hit on this before, I think, in other episodes. But where you know, people, filmmakers, especially when they're touching a beloved franchise, they get caught up in the subverting fan expectations. That's almost to me like a dirty word. You know, when you start mm-hmm. talking about that shit, what you're saying is, is you're not going to give the fans what they want because you want to be artistic. You want to do your vision want to do your vision, make another movie. It's the same thing I said about The Last Jedi, why I don't like it. It's, and as much as I, before anybody comes at me and tries to say, oh, Last Jedi was a great, yeah, Last Jedi was a great movie, blah, 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 whatever. The Rise of Skywalker was infinitely worse. So as much as I dislike The Last Jedi, Rise of Skywalker was worse. Because the decisions were made, and at that point, you should have followed through on them, but you didn't. J.J. Abrams, you tried to fucking retcon everything and give us a big steaming pile of shit. But Ryan Johnson went in there and wanted to subvert fan expectations, and he didn't give the people the Luke Skywalker they wanted. And ultimately, those are the people that built... You built the franchise off of their backs. These are the people that come to see the movie, right? Ryan Johnson's made some fantastic fucking movies that I love. I love Knives Out, but that was his movie. He wasn't, he didn't have to cater to anybody's expectations. It's the same thing when you get into these these remakes of these movies, where you start talking about subverting fan expectations. Like, let's make Freddy a child molester. But then let's have this fucking mystery about whether he did or didn't do it so we can create some sympathy for him and stuff like that. Yeah. No, give the fans what they want and if you make a quality movie you will get new fans that's right but instead what you did was you alienated everybody because you made a bad movie and then you took away from the fans of the original what they liked about it you lost fans how, yeah. how do you do that how do you do that you lose because you kill the franchise mm. yeah because see freddie and jason and michael and all this they were all in a time where it was fun to root for the killer you know, you're like, oh, go get her, get her. You know what I mean? Like they are, in a sense, rooting for the killer. They also enjoy seeing how they're going to get stopped this movie, just like in the beginning of the next one. They're going to be wondering, excited to see how he comes back in yeah. this next movie. That's what they built. So you have a relationship with these monsters. You enjoy them. You know what I mean? And then whenever you grow up your whole life loving Freddy Krueger, you know, we knew that he was a child murderer, this, that, and the other, and that just kind of was goes without saying, right? Yeah. Because nothing, nothing was done ambiguous. by the police. Exactly. Nothing was being done by the police, so the parents got together, 
and burn this motherfucker alive. You know, that's some shit that parents would do from a motherfucker molesting kids and the parent and the police haven't done anything. But like you said, whenever you throw it in the face, it's like, holy shit, man, I can't get behind Freddie. Yeah. You know, now he's a pervert. You know what I mean? Well, that's, and that's <laughs> not like we what could get behind him just fine when he was a child murderer, but hold on. But I agree with that. And then you're, like you said, you alienate your fans. So that's not, and that's not what horror movies are, right? Like people watch horror movies cause they, they want to see kills. Yeah. Or they want to be scared. And both of those things are driven by both. It was, I say both of those things are driven by the antagonist. You didn't. And it goes all the way back to like Frankenstein and Dracula and those movies. You didn't watch Dracula because you cared about what Jonathan Harker was doing. You watched yeah. Dracula because you wanted to see Dracula. You watched Alien for the Alien. You watch these four movies for the antagonist. And in that remake, they tried to make Freddy despicable. And if you were making a drama, then okay. But or like a Law & Order SVU episode... But that's not what people come to see. People aren't coming to watch these movies so they can feel icky. But they also see Freddy kill people. They also tried to have their cake and eat it too. It's like you said earlier. Because then it was like, look, he's a he he's a molester. But wait, is he or isn't he? It's like, well, fuck you. You've already put it in my head. Like, you you can't have it both ways here. And. Yeah. Not that you should have it, you know, once you put it out there that he's a molester, I don't give a fuck if he's guilty or innocent. To me, as an audience, he's he's a molester now because it was already this undertone that was in the previous movies. Mm -hmm. So... Once you said, oh, he's a molester, it's like, well, he's a fucking molester. You've ruined it. Oh, wait, he might be innocent. Well, fuck you. He's fucking guilty. Fuck you. Yeah. And then they dress Nancy up in this gross little fucking little girl outfit towards the end. It's like, well, now you're just being gross. Like, Yeah, it's fucking creepy, and I feel I feel like I'm ashamed of myself for watching this. Yeah. I, oh, God damn that movie. So, I got two more things for me, and then. You know, that's it. That's all I have. Best, uh, best like theme song. Oh man, I don't, I'd have to go nightmare, man. That shit is chilling. Oh, it's to me. It's Halloween. I'm inside with maybe Daniel. I'm inside with Daniel on this. As much as I love like, John Carpenter. I like his soundtracks he makes for his movies, man. He makes some killer fucking soundtracks, but that Nyron Elm Street song hits the right fucking notes. I agree. You like, know, I don't wanna I don't wanna discard like I know it's not the theme song, but Texas Chainsaw Massacre, because Texas Chainsaw Massacre doesn't have a theme song, but it does have that like the music I associate with it, and it's like the flash bulbs. Yeah. And then um, those are some crazy ass sound effects. Mm-hmm. My last thing, best soundtrack song. Okay, that knocks Texas Chainsaw Massacre out. Pretty much, they they have 
that franchise has really taken a pounding before we even get started. Oh, yeah. Uh, be crazy if it turned around and it was our favorite at the end of this. Yeah, all no. three by a landslide. Like the new one's going to be like the best thing ever. For me, this comes yeah. down to uh, two songs. I don't even know if Halloween has one, though. So that's. I don't think so either. I'm sure it's got some fucking Rob Zombie shit on one of the other movies. Oh, yeah. But no, yeah. this 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 is very. This question is very centered on essentially three songs. Oh, yeah, and they're all the same guy. Well, no, they're not. There's, oh, never there's, mind. there's Dallas Cooper, he's back, the man behind the mask. There's Dream Warriors by Dockin, and there's the DJ Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince. Uh, Freddy Prince. Yeah, all centered Which around Freddie Krueger. official release. They did not have the rights to Freddie when they did that. Oh, okay. Uh, but but that's what I was meaning. They're all centered around the same guy, Freddie Krueger. It's Dream Warriors. He's back, the man behind the mask. is about Oh, Jesus. that's just... Oh, that's Friday the 13th, huh? Yeah, because yeah. Freddy's Part never six. worn a mask. As far as I know. No, he hasn't worn a mask, but I know Alice Cooper did some shit for Freddy. He wore Tina's mask. He was. He did. Thank you, Josh. Bone, he you're was, fucking wrong. He was he in. Dicks. He was in Freddy's Dead, but he wrote his back, the man behind the mask, for um, Jason Lewis. Part six. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's Dream Warriors. And apparently they recorded that song in like a couple different ways because it's more poppy. But they'd also rec- recorded a more rock version, more, more metal version. I kind of wish we could hear. But I do like he's back. Like it's catchy. It's fun. But yeah, the answer is Dream Warriors. Okay. Yeah, that's probably here's, my here's, favorite as well. Here's another question for y'all. Uh, maybe you should oppose this before we start recording because this might... Um, involve some thought. Favorite kill of the movies I thought, you've seen? I thought about asking that question, but then I was like, oh. I'll go ahead and say mine because I, I don't think this is going to change, even with any of the Texas Chainsaw Maskers or Halloween kills and Halloween ends. Mine is part three Dream Warriors, the, uh, the puppet, the marionette. You know, I might say, and this is because I'm not putting a lot of thought into this, and I guess we can revisit it later, but just off the top of my head, when I think about it, and, you know, a lot of people are going to be like, ah, oh, the sleeping bag scene, where he, like, that was cool, but that wasn't an icon- iconic no. image to me. You that know wasn't even was, the best kill of that movie. You know what was honest. an iconic image to me, though, when I think of Jason Kills? And that's the kid in the wheelchair. After he gets hit in the face, and then he rolls back down the stairs while it's raining. I like how you call him yeah. kid. He was probably like 27 years old. He's old. Probably he's so. At this point, but still, you know what I'm saying. But yeah. when he got hit in the face and he rolls back down and it's raining and shit, that was and cool. And it fades to white. I love it. And that was a I good image, it. just seeing that wheelchair. And like, out of all the people in those movies, this dude's already got enough going on in his life. Crispin Glover had a good one. Fucking kill him. See, that's where I'm at. I, I, I'm between, and it's funny because they're all Jason. I'm between a few. And they're all Jason. But it's funny because whenever I go to it, and that's funny, I hate this fucking movie. But that cryogenic face, yes, that was a great fucking kill, man. That cryogenic face (laughs) smashed on that table. Like I said, that movie was goofy as hell, and it is on the bottom for me. But that's the best part of that movie is that fucking kill. Because it reminds me of the deep fry kill in um, Jason Goes to Hell. That's a good one, too. I've watched Jason X and Jason takes Manhattan sort of 
recently. Y'all know I watched Jason Takes Manhattan recently and Jason X. Yeah, you had to. I had to. My God, Kane Hodder is just, that motherfucker is just, he might as well just be a mom. All these movements he's doing. That's always breathing. That's always been my complaint about Kane Hodder. I think you and I, we we fall in the same boat as far as animated. Our thoughts about him. I know a lot of people are like, oh, that's the iconic Jason. Well, they're, they're wrong. All right. Any uh, any other questions? Like Daniel, is there one you want to throw in before we wrap it up? Or no, nah, man. It seems like we covered it pretty good. I'm excited, man. It's gonna be versus fun. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I'm pretty excited. All right. Well, hey, I guess that's it then, right, Josh? You, anything else you want to throw in there? No, I think that's it. Uh, you know, I think we're gonna start in 1974, and good Lord willing, the creek don't rise. We'll get to 2022 and and this will be a long endeavor. It'll be fun, though. All right, guys. Well, that's I guess right. that's I guess that's it. Um, thank you for listening. We will see you back for on this one. We will definitively say what the next episode is. We try to stay away from that because plans are subject to change. But the next episode is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, nineteen seventy four, directed by Toby Hooper. Thank you for listening, everyone. We'll see you next time.